Orale. Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FAP podcast. This is your host, Jorge Martin. And Familia, we are down to the divisional round. Familia, it, it's the grade eight, elite eight, ocho, el ocho. That's all you need to do. You don't you don't need ESPN ocho. Familia, it's the be- this is the best weekend of football. This is the absolute best weekend of football that we're going to see all year. There's going to be four great games. I'm, I'm just telling you, it's just it's it's going to be so good. I can't wait uh, for this to happen. Also, I can't wait for you to give us a like and subscribe over on YouTube. Please make sure go to Familia FFB, go to YouTube, make sure you give us a like and subscribe for forward. Really appreciate it. And also, I want to make sure you're going to Fantasy Points. Familia, we are a proud member of the Fantasy Points Media Group. You're getting 30% off. Best of the best. You're getting the rest of this year, which is all the way through the Super Bowl. And then you get, and, and then whatever you subscribe to, you get it all through 2023, through Super Bowl in, 20, in February 2024. Get in there, get 30% off. No promo code needed. Nada, nada, nada. All that's, and you just get in. So, Familia. It's, uh, as I mentioned, it's the elite eight. It's the best divisional round of the NFL. And, oh man, we just got, we just got such great football this week. And I'm going to be going through the four games where this is going to be kind of a shorter show. I I, I was going to have a guest, but you know what I thought I'm going to make sure we've got what, you know, we get through the four games, give you something bite-sized, maybe do this, do this thing in about 30, you know, 25 to 30 minutes give you all the information you need to get to set up both your DFS and also uh any prop bets you might be you might be looking to put down familia because this is the, this is it this is it um so I'm gonna I'm looking at first off we are starting off Jacksonville at Kansas City Kansas City they're eight and a half point uh favorites 53 point over under. This is according to DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay. The weather is looking like 37 degrees, partly cloudy. Wind is not expected to be a factor in this game, Familia. And this is a rematch. These two teams met earlier this season. The the Chiefs won 27-17 in that game. So it gives you a little bit of a blueprint. But you know what? In that time, the Jaguars just got hot. Caliente, caliente, caliente. They 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 only lost once since then. So Trevor Lawrence has played phenomenal football in that time. So we, you know, kind of a different team. So I'm expecting a much better game this time. So let's start with Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be six thousand dollars on DraftKings Familia. That he could have been. He was a tale of two halves, tale of two cities, whatever you want to call it. Uh, oh hey. Our guest from last week, our invitada de lujo, Dame Overboard. Muchas gracias for joining. Muchas gracias. Oh, man, I hope you're still on a high because I'm still on a high from that show from last week. It was phenomenal. And I think we peaked. I think we won people some money that last week. So it was it was fantastic. So, uh, yeah, let's get into that, Jag- Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence at 6,000, four, four interceptions in the first half. The team looked dead, 27 nothing, and then all of a sudden came roaring back. He threw 288 yards, four second-half touchdowns, so it's 288, four, and four, one of the weirdest lines you're going to see in a long time. In his last game, last eight games, 
He's got three games with three touchdowns, four games with three touchdowns or more. And the other, the other four games, he has either zero or one touchdown in each one. So he's kind of like he's he's all over the place. Against the Chiefs last time, he did throw for 259 and two touchdowns, uh, added 26 yards rushing. So could be could be doing a little something there. Kansas City, they're number 28 against the quarterback, and they've allowed 14 touchdown passes since week 11. Joe Burrow, you're gonna I'm gonna talk about him in a little bit. He went for two. 86 and two touchdowns, one rushing TD in week 13. Russell Wilson had his best game of the season with three touchdown passes, 247 yards in week 14. But since then, he's also the best quarterback that they've gone against. So that just tells you what the Chiefs have, have been doing against that position. The passing prop, pro, passing yardage prop is 249.5 passing yards for Trevor Lawrence. I'm hitting the over on that one, Familia. Let's go over on that one because he's hit that mark four times in his last uh, eight games. And you know what? I, the, with this being an eight and a half point over on uh, eight and a half point point spread, that means that they're going to be chasing points. That means they're going to be doing with the passing game just like they did last week. And when he, when he's going to the passing game, the main guys that he's going to be going to, these are the only guys you would need to talk about in, in DFS this week. That's Christian Kirk, 6,000, uh, Zay Jones, 4,700, and, and Evan Ingram, the tight end, at 4,300. The, the Chiefs are number nine against the wide receivers. Somehow they're, you know, they're, the fantasy points are all, all kind of wonky when it comes to the quarterback and the wide receiver. You think they'd be a little more interrelated. Keep in mind that Kirk went off on the on the Chiefs for nine catches, 105 yards, two touchdowns. Jones added 68 yards. So, you know, there there is some precedent. The Chiefs, they have had, uh, they've been giving up some yardage. They've they gave up some yardage middle of the season where Jamar Chase went for seven catches, 97 yards. In week 13, Josh Palmer, eight catches for 106 yards and two touchdowns in week 12. But that's but the high since Kirk has been 55 yards. So no, no receiver has gone up that. Uh, so I'm looking at this one. I, I want to if I'm going to if I'm going to recommend anybody, it's Kirk. He's going to be getting he's going to be getting the uh, the targets out of the slot and that. That game, that game is is going to be too too because they they're going to also need to run, uh, quick you know run quick I mean throw quickly because of the fact that well hey you know what the the Chiefs have a very good pass rush they're going to be they're going to be in uh in Jack in Trevor Lawrence's face a lot that game so I think it, I think he's going to have to be getting getting throws off dump dumping it off to uh, Christian Kirk uh, in the slot. Kansas City is also number 23 against the tight end. So, you know, something something to think about. Uh, if you want Ingram, I think he's a little pricey at 4,300 this week. I think you either get pay up for who we're going to talk about in a little bit or, uh, uh, you know, pay down on somebody cheap. Someone that I am really touting this week is Travis Etienne. He's 6,400 on DraftKings. He's the number four running back this week. He went for 20, uh, 20, ca 20 carries, 109 yards. He added uh, one catch for 12 yards. This was last week against the Chargers. He's got 100-plus scrimmage yards in four of his last five games. The Chiefs, they, you know, they are – you know they're they're giving up 129.9 scrimmage yards to the to the running back five running backs this season have hit 100 plus scrimmage yards against Kansas City i'm looking at that rushing prop of 
uh, of 67 point yards though, 67.5 yards for uh, Travis Etienne. I'm going to hit the under on that one. I think he's going to, I, I think he's going to get some yardage this week, but I think it's going to have to be a mix of uh, rushing and receiving. I don't think he gets to that because I think they're going to have to abandon the run and, and go after, go after the chiefs in the passing game. Speaking of the passing game, Patrick Mahomes at 8,000 is the most expensive quarterback this week. He's got an incredible passing prop of 315.5 passing yards on this one. Now, that may seem like a high number, but he has passed that number nine of his last 12 games. Last week, when last time they met Jacksonville, 331 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. In, in the last few weeks, the good quarterbacks that have gone against uh, Jacksonville, you got Jared Goff, 340 yards, two touchdowns. Dak Prescott, 256 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, though. And last week, Herbert got him for 273 yards and a touchdown in a very weird they, – they should have run the ball a lot more in the second half, didn't, and I think that's what cost them the game. So the good quarterbacks against Jacksonville are getting home. They're, they're giving up – 249.5 passing yards per game. I, I I say Mahomes is going to go over on that number uh, and Jack, you know, on, on that one. And the other one I'm looking at is Travis Kelsey. I know it's, I know it'd be an expensive stack because he's 7,700 against strat on DraftKings. But the Jaguars, they're 29 against the tight end. Uh, these are these are numbers since week 12. Okay, these are uh, weeks 12 to 17. And and last week you got Chris, Gerald Everett. I wanted to say Chris Everett. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, you know for those who love love uh, love tennis, uh, Alberto. Do you like tennis since uh, you know Chris Everett? So welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you know what? When we're looking at when we're looking at Gerald Everett last week, he went for six catches, 109 yards, and a touchdown. So I, I think I think it's very well that that uh, that the stack it, you can do an expensive stack and get and get home with with Mahomes and Kelsey because you know what we don't know who we still don't know who is the the primary target outside of Travis Kelsey. Okay, because MBS. He was the high uh, when when the last time these te these teams met, the, he he was the high with three catches, sixty yards, and a touchdown. He was also the high with thirteen targets in his last two games. That's for the high among the wide receivers. So, what's the best way to predict the cat pass catchers for DFS? I'm actually looking to go cheap on these guys. Juju at 5,100, I'm passing on him. Kadarius Tony 4,100, I'm kind of intrigued because I think they might be might they've they've been giving him the ball close to the close to the the uh, close to the end end zone in the in the red zone. So uh, some possibilities in there. Uh, MVS at 3,800 though, he's my dart throw out of this one because he's getting he's he's gotten the most targets outside of Travis Kelsey. Jaguars are number 14 against the wide receivers, but also keep in mind, C.D. Lamb, seven catches, 126 yards, and, a and zero touchdowns in week 15. So big, lanky, fast wide receiver. That that's, what, that that's why I like me some MVS this week. Down to the running backs, Jarek McKinnon is at 6,000. You got uh, Isaiah Pacheco, 5,500. McKinnon has nine targets in the last two games, and he's got nine touchdowns since weeks thirteen. Weeks thirteen to eighteen, it's just a—I mean, it, it's 
it's set up for him. And this is the time where he really shined. This is the point where the, the Jaguars who do have a, who do have a very good pass rush. Maybe they come, maybe they put some pressure on Mahomes. He's got to dump it off to McKinnon. I think I, he is someone that I'm very much considering this week. I'm not just considering Pacheco so much the, the Jaguars, you know, they, they've over the, over the course of the season, uh, or I mean, or over the course since week thir- since week 12, 122.5 scrimmage yards per game. So, but I'm looking at McKinnon being more of the more of the threat in this game. You've got some uh, running backs. Derrick Henry uh, hit it twice. Hit this landmark twice. Uh, Tony Pollard, DeAndre Swift. They went. They're the only wide receiver. I mean, running backs to go over 100 scrimmage yards against Jacksonville this season. So, uh, I'm looking at this game. I'm calling the Chiefs winning 31-17 going under in this game so that that 53 is just a little bit high for me i think the chiefs are gonna are gonna are gonna take it home let's go over to philadelphia where uh, the city of liberty rocky statue the whole thing i'm I'm hearing all sorts of uh banter going back and forth and when i say banter you know what i'm talking about uh basura talk between the giants and philly fans this week on twitter it's at philadelphia the the eagles they've got their first round by philadelphia seven and a half point favorites 48 point over under it's 40 degrees overcast not expected to be uh particularly windy you look at the, the last two games Philadelphia swept the season series. They've won 48 to 22. And then week 18, when the Giants sat everybody, it was 22 to 16. The Giants, they're visiting Daniel Jones at 5,800. I mean, he was a revelation last week when it came to when it came to uh DFS at 5,800. I mean, he was just absolutely caliente, electric, whatever you want to call it. 24 passes, 24 completions on 35 attempts, 301 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He also rushed for season high 17 times for 78 yards. So no more rushing attempts. That's the most rushing attempts he's had all year. He's had 10 plus rushing attempts in four of his last six games. So he's got a rushing prop of 45.5 yards. I think he's going to get that. I think he's going to go over that. I think he's going to get flushed out of the pocket. He's going to take several rushes. So hit the over on that rushing prop, Amelia, because the the Eagles are the number one pass rush. So he's going to scramble. He's I think he's going to get 45.5, you know, 46 yards just on scrambling alone. Not I'm not talking about designed runs or anything like that. That pass rush is number one in the in the NFL with the 88.6 PFF grade. Dak at 347 yards. It was the only quarterback this whole season that surpassed 300 yards against the against the Eagles. Also, to keep in mind when it comes to the rushing, the rushing upside for Daniel Jones this week, Justin Fields went for 95 yards against them. Dak went for 41 yards, so there is some success against them. When it comes to the passing game, I'm looking at Isaiah Hodgins. Richie James and Darius Slayton a little better. Hodgins had 25 targets in the last three games. Richie James, 25 as well. Darius Slayton had 19. Uh, so the uh, Hodgins is 4,900 on, on DraftKings. You've got Slayton at 4,200 and James is at 3,900. Now here's the interesting thing. The last time that the, that, that these, that these three started, was in the 48-22 loss. James had the best game with seven catches on nine targets for 61 yards and a touchdown. 
The Eagles are number 16 against the wide receiver, giving up 126.3 uh, receiving yards per game. C.D. Lamb in week 16 went off on them for 10 catches, 120 yards, two touchdowns. Christian Watson uh, in week 12, 110 yards, six, uh, six targets, four receptions, one touchdown. So, you know, it, it's, it, it, you know, they're, that's why I'm, I'm, if I'm going to spend down on a wide receiver, I'm going all the way down to Richie James on this one at 3,900. So uh, over at Saquon uh, at 7,900, he's feeling a little pricey on this one. He had a beautiful game last week, 14 touches, 109 yards, two touchdowns. Mm, perfection, perfection. But you know what? Here's the thing. He didn't play in week 18. He was one of the many rested starters. And when they played in week 14, he had 11 touches for 48 yards, zero touchdowns. Here's the thing. The, the Eagles are going to get out to a fast start in this game. If I, mean, it, I really think so. And I think they're, that's going to eliminate Saquon Barkley from uh, a lot of this. He's got a 69.5 rushing prop. He did not get that number last week. I think he's get, I think they're going to have to be throwing pretty pretty soon and and uh daniel jones be doing a lot of running i think we're going under on that rushing prop you got philadelphia number one against the against the running backs uh in fantasy points per game also allowing only 117.4 scrimmage yards per game so i think i i think you're you're just tempering your enthusiasm for him when it comes to the eagles everybody hurts Jalen Hurts, 7,600 on DraftKings. You know, he's better at, you know, is he better after two weeks resting that shoulder? Familia, it's it's something that, that really think about because I went and I looked at him a lot in that, uh, I watched that last game that he had uh, where he played against the Giants. And I, you know what? He looked like, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. I think he looked like he was forcing the ball a little bit. I, don't, I think he didn't look completely comfortable. How much was that rust? How much was that his shoulder bothering him? They talked about the fact that it was still bothering him on the season. Uh, you know, does that mean that they don't run him as much in this game? I, I'm looking at this one. I think it's going to be a passing game. It was not a, he did not have a big passing uh, yardage mark in either game because, and, and I think it was largely because they got so far ahead. There were some turnovers that came into play. He only threw for 217 yards in that 48 to 22 victory. And then in the week 18, only 229 yards. I think they're going to go. I, I think they're going to attack the the Giants via the air. They're giving up 240.3 passing yards per game. So I, I the Giants just got just got beat up last week. Kirk Cousins he was able to he was able to pass a little bit on them, but you know what? That obviously, uh, you know, it, uh, Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins got 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 some yardage on them, but you know what? It was I, I think. What's going to happen is Hertz is going to beat them through the air more than via the, via the ground. Miles Sanders is an interesting one this week because the the Giants are only are allowing 145.5 scrimmage yards. So I think what's going to happen, they're going to get out to a lead. They're going to have to salt it away with with Miles Sanders a little bit. He hasn't been getting, you know, he's been getting inconsistent touches here and there, but I still think he he's going to get home. Uh, getting back to the wide receivers. Looking at AJ Brown and Devonta Smith only, Familia. This is uh, th this is this is a game. I mean, both of them. 
both of them could both of them could go off. I'm actually expecting Devonta Smith to go more because Dory Jackson did a really really good job uh, on on uh, Justin Jefferson last week. I think he's going to be sticking to AJ Brown, so I think Devonta Smith is going to be seeing a lot uh, uh, of those passes. I see him getting over ten targets, and I'm looking at his at, at his number when it comes to uh, he at seventy two hundred. I think you, you save on the seventy six hundred that you're, you'd be paying for AJ Brown. Familia, I think it's I, I think it's a good one. It's a really good one. So I'm looking at the over under on this game at four at forty eight. I, I, you know, you look at this one. They went over in uh, the forty in the forty eight to twenty two. I, I think actually the Eagles are going to struggle a little bit. Get out, the, get out the gate. I think they're going to win. I think it's going to be a twenty eight to seventeen game, and uh, so that I'm calling under on that on that one. So let's 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 keep going on that one so let's go to sunday familia vamonos al domingo siempre en domingo uh you got buffalo you got cincinnati at buffalo the rematch of that of that fateful monday night game that that was canceled uh still i'm hearing glowing remarks glowing reports that demar hamlin is spending has been visiting the the bills practice facility a lot almost every day i think it's phenomenal keep getting better number three keep getting better salud to you salud to you and so in this game you've got the buffalo bills who've got an interesting five point favorites 48 and a half point over under uh you know i think this is going to be a field goal game familia it's gonna it's gonna be a close one you got josh i think i think uh oh by the way the weather it's gonna be 35 degrees and overcast so you're gonna be a little wind 12 12 mile per hour that could gust up a little bit more on game day so keep an eye on the wind in this game uh i mean both both quarterbacks are very good but you know what i think there's uh, they're they're going to be able to there there's you got to keep an eye on the wind and make sure it doesn't get up around 20 25 miles an hour over 25 miles an hour is where it really has to be a concern though when it comes to when it comes to strong arms, Josh Allen may, is, has one of the strongest arms in the NFL. He's got six touchdowns in his last two games. He does have three interceptions. Did not look pretty last week against the uh, against the Dolphins. Even with the line at 352 yards passing, three touchdowns, added 20 yards uh, rushing. There's a, this talk about too much hero ball, but you know, Familia, this is the time when he when you want to look at him. And say, hey, you know what? What's he? You know, who are you going to put the ball? Whose hands are you going to put the ball into? And it's that guy. It is that guy. I mean, I, I look at him. I mean, he's just. I mean, he's 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 the man. He is the man. So I, I look at I look in that game. Let's see what's his rushing prop in that game. It is. Let's see. Oh. It. I'm looking up that I'm looking up the rushing prop on that game, Familia, for for him. Oh well, actually, let me. Uh, we got. Well, first off, his passing prop in that game is going to be. Let's see. We don't have a prop yet on that one, so we'll keep an eye on that one. 
the rushing prop. Do we have one on that one for 42 and a half point and 42 and a half yards? I could see him going over that familia. The, the Bengals have a pretty good pass, uh, pass rush. They could flush him out of the pocket. I'd say, I think he's going to get, get to that number. So looking also at recent quarterbacks against the, the Bengals, Tom Brady in week 15, 312 yards, three touchdowns. Deshaun Watson, week 14, 276 yards, one touchdown. Last week, Tyler Huntley did not, I mean, didn't always look pretty, but, you know, he still got 226 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He added nine carries for 54 yards. I, that's why I really like that prop. I think he's going to get out there. The Bengals are giving up 268.4 passing yards per game to the quarterback. I think I, I, I love Josh Allen. Josh Allen, I'm personally, I'm keeping him in a, in a, uh, uh, I, I've already drafted him in a playoff uh, playoff challenge, so uh, that's I, I think we're set at quarterback this week. I think this is going to be a good game. Get Diggs, Stefan Diggs, Gabriel Davis. Very interesting. They both have 19 targets in the last two games. Now Diggs got out of a little bit of Mooney slump. Uh, there was some weather and everything going on, but Diggs went for seven catches, 104 yards and a touchdown in week 18, and then seven catches for 114 yards. So he's what he's doing great. Gabe Davis, interesting, a little Jekyll and Hyde action because he got six balls for 113 yards and a touchdown after in week 18, catching three cat, three of 10 targets for 39 yards. So, uh, you know what? Kind of kind of interesting on that one. D Diggs at 7,700 yard 7,700 in DraftKings. I think he's very well worth it. I think it's a good stack with with uh, Josh Allen. I think I told you he's at who is at 7,800. I forgot to mention that earlier. And uh, you know, and look paying down at Gabe Davis 4,800. You know what? It's a dart throw. Tony Romo was calling him big game Gabe Davis. Shout out to James Worthy, Familia. You guys know, know how much I love me some Lakers, especially Showtime Lakers. So get uh so I think I think 4,800, that could be an interesting pay up. But you know what? A couple of interesting uh pay down options uh could be Khalil Shakir and Cole Beasley. So you got Shakir at let me, let me see where he where's he at? Uh He's at 3000 and Beasley also at 3000 If you want to spend up, you want to spend up on, uh, you know, and now this is for all four games for me also. If you want to spend up at other positions, and maybe you're doing, maybe you're doing the, uh, a kill, uh, I mean, a Kelsey, Kelsey Mahomes stack, or maybe you want to stack, uh, you want to, you want to do a double stack where, where you've got Allen, Diggs, and Shakir. I, I got no problem with that. I think that's I think that's a good way to save some money. I like those guys. Michael Evans and Chris Godwin both got 83 yards each against the against this Bengal defense. So uh also keep in mind that they're keep they're throwing out they're throwing it out there to Dawson Knox a lot. Six catches for 98 yards and a touchdown last week. Mark Andrews beat them just last week for five catches, 73 yards. The, the, the Bengals, maybe, maybe they're showing a little, you know, a, 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 you know, some holes, holes in the, uh, holes in the, in the dam. Vamos a ver. But, uh, I, I could see Dawson Knox getting home and he is, he's, he's not a, a very expensive play this week. He's at 3,800. He's the, looks like what the three, sixth, sixth most expensive, uh, quarter uh, tight end on the, on the slate. So we'll see. Looking at the running backs a little bit, you know, oh, James Cook, 
James Cook, he is, I mean, a lot of people have been talking of James Cook. He's at 4,800 in this one. Devin Singletary is 5,200. I think if I'm, if I'm taking either one, I'm going Cook at 4,800 just because it's a cheaper play. He's got 11, 12 touches in the last two games. Devin Singletary, 8 and 10 touches in the, in the last game. Interesting thing. Neither one registered a target in either of the last two games. And then you've got J.K. Dobbins coming off 105 scrimmage yards against the uh, against the the Bengals. Mm, I think it's very interesting, but um, I, if I'm taking one, I'm saving some money and going after James Cook in this one. So we're going on that one. Uh, over to the Bengals side, Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty. It's been a little it's been a little rough the last two weeks playing the playing the Ravens. He's got you know 215 and 209 yards respect, respectively. Is he ready to blow in this game? The inter- the the thing that's got me a little bit concerned. He may be missing three of the of the start of the starting O alignment, three of the five starting alignment. Last week he had 11 pressures on him, four sacks. The bank, the bills are number six in pass rush rate. So it's something that could be that, that could be a little bit concerning. Does burrow get slowed down a little bit because he gets some pressure on him? You know, I, I that's why I think that, you know, that, that over under, uh, that over under at 48 and a half is, is looking kind of tough. I, but I, I think he's going to figure out a way that maybe they keep in Samaji Prime. Maybe they keep in some a tight end uh, to, to block a little bit extra to give him a little extra time because the guy, and because when I'm looking at that one, the guy that the guy that you want in your lineup is Jamar Chase at 7800 Familia. He has at least seven receptions in all five games since he returned from his hip injury. He had nine catches for 84 yards last week and a touchdown. He's he's worth that. He is worth that. You know, Burrow being at uh at 6500, it's I I think that I think that's 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 a good stack on that one. I, a good play on that one. I I like that one. The one that I'm a little bit tepid on is T Higgins. Uh he had week 16, he had eight catches for 128 yards and a touchdown. He has a high of just 37 receiving yards since then. So it it really looks like Chase is getting home but you know, but Higgins is not, and and at fifty eight hundred, I think I might want to save the money a different different way. Another guy that we're talking about saving money, Tyler Boyd, Familia, do the pass, Pasadena on that one. Since since he had that blow up game in week seven, where he caught eight eight balls for one hundred fifty five yards and a touchdown, his high is fifty one receiving yards on that one. Do you want to save some money? Like I mentioned, Beasley, Shakir, one of those guys. The 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 Bills. They it's it's been a it's been a little uneven last week. You know, you had Skylar Thompson throwing throwing passing the ball, so Tyreek Hill didn't have a chance to you know really get unleashed. Jalen Waddle had three balls that he should have caught that probably would have put his number around 150 yards. So better days ahead for him. So that's why I'm liking Chase in this game. The guy, the, the guy is one of the be- is is one of the best in the league. He's gonna break. He's gonna break coverage a lot. And I mean, I don't think they're gonna be able to stay with him. And he's gonna get at least ten targets. And he, he's gonna have himself a game in this one. The Bengal, the Bills 
uh, are giving up just 216.4 passing yards per game. And uh, when it, so, uh, but they haven't faced the greatest quarterbacks of late. So that's, that's one thing to keep in mind on this one. So uh, uh, Burrow is one of the best. I think he's, I, I, you know, he's got nine games with 270 plus passing yards. He's got, what is his prop on this one? I, I looking uh i'm looking i didn't put it on the sheet on the show sheet i'm sorry but uh i'm looking at his passing prop and oh yeah we don't have a passing prop for the bills mangles yet so uh keep an eye on this i'll put the uh, i'm gonna put put an article on, out on this with a little more information once we get a little bit more of that info uh you know all the props in when it comes to when it comes to rushing though the the Bills are number one hundred, are number nine, giving up one hundred nineteen point four scrimmage yards per game to the running back. Joe Mixon, it's been a, at sixty five hundred in DraftKings, sixteen and fourteen touchdown touches the last two games, just one touchdown since that Week Nine blow up with five touchdowns. I'm passing on him for me. I I don't love him in in uh, DFS this week. The 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 Bengals they're giving they they have given up some yardage. Raheem Mostert had 156 scrimmage yards. Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson they want they they combined for 134 yards. But I just don't like mixing in this one. I think they're going to go away from the pass and and go, uh, and and uh, it's going to be the receivers. Uh, I I said the 48 and a half point over under. I'm going over on this one. I think I think this is going to be 28-24, you know, 27-24 game uh, where I think that the Bills win, but I think they I don't think they cover in this one. So Bills Mafia is going to be very happy this weekend. All right, we're finishing off in San Francisco, Dallas. The Cowboys at San Francisco, three and a half points. Uh, San Francisco favorites, 46 point over under. It's 54 degrees, partly cloudy, no rain in the forecast. This is just bringing me back so many memories. Memories. You got Montana to Dwight Clark. Shout out to to Amiga Whitney, who uh, R.I.P. Uh, Dwight Clark, favorite player of all time, number eighty-seven. I know how much the number eighty-seven is for you. Uh, but yeah, that game. All those incredible battles during the nineties uh, with, you know, when it when the changing of the guard went to Young, and then you got Young and Rice, and then you had uh, Aikman with the with the trips. So. Uh, this is going to be this could be a good game uh dallas you got dak prescott he's got 14 total touchdowns since week 15 that's including the the playoff game last week where he was just absolutely incredible five total touchdowns four passing 305 passing yards the one thing that that people have been talking about he's got six interceptions since since week since the start of week 15 uh, so uh, keep in mind on that one, the, the 49ers, they're, uh, where they have been beatable has been via the air. They're giving up 274 passing yards per game. Fifteen, They're number 15 against the quarterback. Geno Smith got him for 253 yards, two touchdowns. Jared Stidham had that monster game in Week 17 out of nowhere. Fue una locura. 365 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. If you're going to beat the, the 49ers, it's got to be through the air. You, you're not going to be able to run on them. They're giving up a, since since that since week 12, 59.8 rushing yards per game. They're number four in uh, total fantasy points allowed to the position. So uh, it's going to be the game's going to be put into Dak's hands. Dak, his his DK number is 6100. I could see a, a, a cheap, you know, a cheap stack. You got. 
you got CD Lamb in that game. He's at 7,300, possibly a way to get in here. He's got at least six targets in every game since week 11. He's got three games with 100-plus yards in, and a total of four touchdowns over, over the last five games. So he is getting plenty of attention from Dak Prescott. I think this is, you know, he's going to be going for his big guy. Uh, another possibility, though, is Dalton Schultz. He's going 4,200. Now the 49ers are good, are, you know, are pretty good against the, the tight ends. They're number 13. Darren Waller did get them for 72, 72 receiving yards on three receptions, got a touchdown in week 17. Otherwise it's been fairly quiet against the 49ers. I think when it when it comes to the the passing game, you know the passing game, the only two that I'm looking at are those are are those two, Lamb and Schultz. Is is Michael Gallup a pump play at 3,800? Possibly, if you if you, I, I'm, I still kind of like Shakir and and Beasley a little bit more. Gallup did get in the end zone, caught five cat five receptions, 46 yards. Very much a possibility. Uh, over on the uh, on the running back side. Tony Pollard had 18 total touches for 89 yards last week. The interesting thing with Zeke Elliott, though, is, I mean, just how his production has really tailed off. He had 81 total yards, you know, in week in week 14 against Houston. And last, I mean, things have just slowed down. He hasn't, he hasn't come close to that number ever since. 36, 36 rushing yards last week on 14, 36 total yards on 14 touches last week. I, I don't like Zeke or Pollard this week. Uh, you know, if 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 it's either one, it's going to be Pollard because he can get some yardage uh, in the in, in the passing game a little bit. Uh, Ken Walker last week, 15 catches for 63 yards and a score. Josh Jacobs, 95 total yards and a touchdown again in Week 17. So, you know, uh, you know there there's you, you you can get you can get home a little bit on that one. Maybe in the in the pat with with a little bit of passing work. Speaking of passing, let's go to the 49ers side, kind of close things out. You got Brock Purdy. He's got 16 touchdown passes in the last seven games. So, I mean, last week he was just fantastic. 332 yards, three touchdowns. Looked a little bit uneven. It was the second half where he really kind of pulled away. Um, so that, you know, he added, he added a rushing touchdown. Just, I, it, it's funny. My amigo Jesse, we did, we did a little playoff challenge. He picked Purdy in the first round, just kind of as a joke. And, uh, and, and it ended up paying off. I called him a brujo because of that, and he advanced. So you know he's in our final four in that league. So you got Purdy. He was only pressured eight times last week. This week, is it going to be different with Parsons there? Parsons was just an animal last week. He looked he looked fantastic. Looking at some of the some of the quarterbacks against the Cowboys of late, Brady went for 351 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. You got Gardner Minshew, 355, two and two two touchdowns, two interceptions. In Week 16, Trevor Lawrence, 318, four yards and, a, and an interception. So, Familia, there is uh, you know that the people have been passing on the Cowboys. And uh, when they pass, I think I think we've seen what Debo Samuel does. Those six catches for 133 yards, that long touchdown that he had was just a thing of beauty. It was yak. That's how Brock Purdy gets home on this one. Uh, Debo added 32 receiving yards. This was by far his biggest game of the season. Debo is a guy to keep an eye, keep an eye on. I'm looking at him. His DK number is, let's see, it is... 
5,900 for me. Yeah, that could be, that's that, that to me, that feels, that feels, that feels pretty cheap. I, I'm looking at that one. He is a guy I really want to get in my lineup. Brandon Ayuk also been looking fantastic. These are his t- targets the last four games, seven, 12, five, and five. In that game, he had 81 yards, 101 yards, 59 and 73. So he's been able to be pretty efficient with those targets. I think Ayuk is a guy, but the guy I'm really looking at is George Kittle. Seven touchdowns weeks 15 to 18. He It was kind of quiet last week. Two catches, 37 yards. Uh, the Cowboys are giving up 263.2 passing yards per game. There's, you know, they're, they, they could be, they, they could get beaten. I don't, Dallas is number five against the tight ends. So something to keep in mind there, but. You know, when it comes to the wide receiver, they're number 31 against the wide receiver familia. I love the San Francisco wide receivers this week, those two that we talked about. And the most expensive, you know, the, when it when it comes to love, CMC, 8,000, he's the most expensive running back or receiver in the uh, on the slate. I just, I it just in last week, 17 total touchdowns. 146 total yards touchdown. He had that beautiful run where I want to know what he was looking at. Was he looking up at the screen as, uh, as he was going through? So CMC at 8,000, I think you can, you can get him into a lineup if you're, if you're trying to uh, save and maybe go with the stack of CD lamb and Dak Prescott, that could be a good stack. You got Elijah Mitchell, 11 catches, 11 touches, 27 yards. Familia. He's a guy, he he's a guy that's kind of, yeah, just by emergency only. He's he's a little bit on the, he's he he is cheap at forty seven hundred. But you know what? Spend up on CMC on this one, Familia. All right, that gets you ready for the divisional round, Familia. I really appreciate you joining us. This is this has been great. Um, uh, oh yeah, a couple of shout outs to some of the people in the chat. Dame overboard, yes, number forty two, number forty two. You know why he wore James Worthy wore number forty two? It was because of Jackie Robinson. Yes. He was, uh, he was there. Mr. Scampers, muchas gracias for joining us. Thank you. You are the coolest cat. And uh, yes, I would fade Hayden Hurst this week I, because he's going to be helping out and blocking on this one. So stay away from Hayden Hurst on this one. Familia, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Hope this helps you win some money. Make sure you're getting out to fantasypoints.com. Get your 30% off on your subscription. Also, make sure you're giving a like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Familia FFB. That's all you need to do. Get in, get, get, get us in there and you'll be able to, that'll keep our numbers growing. And like I said, we're going to be continuing this podcast all throughout the off season. We're going to have some great guests. We're going to talk about the draft and everything, but right now we're getting you through divisional round. So again, one more time, make sure you're giving, if you want to get this on the audio port, audio version, go to Apple, Google, Spotify, muchas gracias to anchor for getting us there. Keep an eye on an article coming out on FamiliaFFB.com. I'll be I'll get it out there before the game and uh, just enjoy this again, Familia. This is the best weekend of football that we're going to see all year. I wouldn't be surprised if all the games uh, cover you know were were close ones, even the ones that are that that have pretty big point spread. I could see I could see a close one, but uh, again, remember, todos somos familia. Salud.